If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit You know, everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to-do you do today. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Hey everybody, uh, Spike's Car Radio here. I'm here with Matt Farah. We've got a great show for you today. We've got Bobby Moynihan, formerly of SNL. You may remember him in the uh, David S. Pumpkin sketch. I think I'll, I only want to talk to him about that sketch. But he and I did a mini commercial uh, a few years ago for Esquire Network. And uh, can't wait to catch up with him. Super funny guy. Um, but right now I'm here with Matt Farah sitting in for uh, the real Zuckerman. I don't appreciate the, this sitting in accusation. I think. What I'm, do you mean? I'm not substituting. You are today. I, yeah, you I are. I thought I was guesting. Well... Here's the thing. Does that you mean know, Zuckerman is a permanent seat now? Zuckerman is not a permanent seat. However, I like to bring you in to co-host when I have funny people because I know you don't have you, – you're a huge fan of comedy. You like yes. to do – you were thinking about doing stand-up yourself. I tried it one time and then psyched myself right. out of it. I realized last night uh, – was it last night that I texted you? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> a lot Zuckerman, of planning involved in this. <laughs> that Zuckerman was still in Sicily. And I went, oh, you, you know, I'd like to see Matt Ferrer. He's going to like – this will be a nice morning for Zuckerman's all of us. Zuckerman's having more so what, what, How would you like me to describe this, the sitting in? What, whatever you say, it's you fine. You know, in hindsight – that's probably accurate. Yeah, you're just <laughs> hanging out, right? Yeah. You asked me to come by and sit in and hang out. Yeah. And... I need you to do that again soon, by the way. What do you mean? Yeah, anytime. Come on my show. Of course. The Smoking Tire Podcast. Anytime. Which anytime. we do live now on but YouTubes. I'm super excited that you're here because uh, I'm trying to make sense of what's going on with Tesla. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right? Well, okay. that, I don't pay that close of attention to uh-huh. it, but I'm starting to worry that that Musk is some sort of madman. Lunatic? Lunatic. Yes. You know, in my opinion. And, right. And, and there's this whole email thing that's going on and this talk yeah. of sabotage this yeah. week. What, what is that? What do you know about that? And then I want to read some of the transcripts that Jalopnik put up of okay, these emails cool. back and forth. Yeah, I, so I, I had a busy day yesterday and saw the headline but didn't get to go through. I didn't read the emails, but I, so I'm right. excited that you have them. I would like to hear them from your mouth. Okay. Um, let me ask you a question. In the grand scheme of groups of people you trust, mm-hmm. where would you put white South Africans? <laughs> well, I try not, <laughs> I, I try not to make sweeping generalizations maybe white, about White racism. South Africans that left South Africa, say, in 1994. Where right. would you put 
the trust level. I don't know what you're getting at. My, my friend Genevieve, uh, uh, Genevieve Morton, the, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, yeah. she's from Southern. Perfectly nice young lady. I, lo- she, I really like her. I'm just saying, if, you know, <laughs> if people who are white South Africans that build rockets and yes. and, and have found, found massive <laughs> – Payment processing companies. I still don't understand. No what idea you're where I'm at. going with that I don't. whatsoever. Okay. No. When I think of South Africa, I think of that guy who rigged the car with the flamethrower out yep. the side. To oh, stop the Johannesburg the... car alarm. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Johannesburg, you know, had a real problem with <laughs> with carjacking, right? And so they made legal some like proper anti carjacking devices, so you could get these things installed that would like. Shock, you know, if someone tried to grab the door handle with like a taser right. on their hand or the okay, flamethrower one. That, uh, well, that actress, what was her name? This past week, this actress, she's married to a director, mm-hmm. Mary, Mc- Mary McCormick. Oh, Mary yeah, McCormick. I know Mary McCormick. Yeah, and her and husband I, and is I know a director, right? Yes. Did you see the video? Yes, I did. Of his car it's doing so the Johannesburg <laughs> car alarm. It was right. shooting a, f- a flame out the side because the yes, battery sir. pack ruptured or something. I, I know. I'm so, aware. like, look, I don't know. Tesla, oh, hey, there. Tesla, um, you know, you've driven the cars. You've been in the cars. They're neat. They're, they're cool. Neat. And t- what they're doing as a company in terms of a direct sales thing and in terms of shaking up the industry, like, is clearly very interesting. And they have some very, very loyal customers, loyal to a fault. I see. But, you know, Elon – as this sort of larger than light, he, 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 when you have like billions of dollars and you spend your Sunday mornings fucking fighting with people on Twitter, it's bro. I know, but I'm, you know, I don't, just don't get me wrong on this one, but I'm starting to draw Trump and Elon Musk correlations uh-huh. to a psychological type profile. The ty- Without the saying anything political, autocrat. I'm just saying yeah. the guy who's on Twitter and and these insane things start happening. And he oh what what didn't and he steal Johnny Depp's girlfriend too? Like I don't know about that. I don't care about that. But no no it's a pattern of behavior. Is all but I'm Johnny saying. Depp's not all there right now. And I'm not so pro Johnny Depp. I'm going to guess but... anybody who's going out with Johnny Depp isn't all there. But now he you know but anyway and and we, you just brought up a lot of stuff. First of you know just I want to get back to these emails. But quickly what what do we think happened with the the Mary McCormick's husband's car? I think they're the this battery. The battery, pa- the battery pack somehow was ruptured, and there that's, so that, what that is is like a lithium or, fire, right. basically. And believe it, as scary as that video is, that system, believe it or not, is functioning properly. I mean, it's not supposed to be on fire, but <laughs> it's the the in case of fire system. Yeah. That fire, rather than burning up into the passenger compartment, has a thing that deflects it. Right. So if you see the video from Twitter or wherever, the fire is shooting away from the car. Correct. So, like, yeah, there's not supposed to be fire, but, like, the anti-dying in case of fire system has operated. And these are lithium there. batteries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we'll, It's like and a we'll, Tesla has, like, I can't remember the number. It's, like, 6,000 basically laptop batteries okay. like wired together mm-hmm. that's pretty much what a tesla battery pack is and, and what are we supposed to happen there that maybe he bottomed out on so isn't there protection yeah, there, under there there and... is but like there are things that can happen you bottom out you hit a curb i mean uh, you know see there i could see, have been a manufacturing see, i defect. start just from gleaning and maybe i'm wrong but this is my opinion about this stuff but whenever i see tesla is going to investigate i'm starting not to trust that you don't get to investigate yourself, bro. <laughs> that's the, that's the parallel with Trump. When some yeah. shit happens, and Neil Elon goes, and "Don't it, worry, we'll investigate." Right. No, but but 
I and I want to support this guy. I like yeah. innovation. I, you know, but I, dude, the problem is the least trustworthy person in the world is a titan of industry because they have they're so focused on right. this business that they will throw individuals. I just finished, but the I'm, book. and I'm also starting to get annoyed. Like when I see the boring flamethrower company, I can, what, what dude, is a guy that? who's looks... trying to save the environment is selling flamethrowers in <laughs> California. It's tone deaf. That that was a tone deaf, <laughs> and there are all these yuppies with flamethrowers. Yeah. Like, is this really? Is this really what American innovation looks like? Is <laughs> that what we need to be doing right the now? The flamethrower is a creme brulee torch wired into a super soaker and painted. That's what that's what it is. We, you know, I spend when I'm not uh, coming up with shows with John, my partner out at uh, Santa Monica Airport. We we design other uh, Elon Musk inventions, <laughs> and we invented a new way for people to get from Los Angeles to San Francisco called Fling, and it's a very <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the 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 catapult is part of the logo. Is it a trebuchet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just we, we can get you there you guys, in long. about. 30 minutes with the with the right fling device. The problem is what happens when you actually get there because you actually That's splat not, on the Look, we just take care of the transport, <laughs> but we're getting city funding for fling. Um, okay, so now, so now, like in my brain, you know, I, I've got jobs, I've got work to do, I've got TV shows. I got a lot of stuff going on, So, and, and I'm looking at news, and, I'm, and I just see Elon Musk, Tesla sabotage, someone sabotaging, yeah. right? And then this, this series of emails – that were on uh, Tesla, I mean on Jalopnik the other day. Yeah. And I'm, maybe you can help me make sense of this. Okay. And they're from a fella named Marty Tripp. Who's um, apparently some sort of disgruntled engineer. Disgruntled right? engineer to right. Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, subject termination lawsuit. Don't worry. You have what's coming to you for the lies you have told the public and investors. Oh, God. And starting. off this is it start. goes. Is that the first email? That's where This is it where the Jalopnik article, okay. article picks right. up. And again, I'm just reading what they've published. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk wrote, threatening me only makes it worse for you. Noticeably, he didn't use a period after that uh, sentence. <laughs> um, Marty Tripp. Marty Tripp seems like a made-up character, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah. Hold on there. Like Emil Muzz. Yeah. That's uh, Marty, my partner calling Marty uh, Tripp is a, is a good name, though. This is what he writes next. Yeah. I never made a threat. I simply told you that you have what's coming to you. Thank you for this gift, four exclamation points. I've never understood the multiple explanation point, by, by the way. I get one, One's all you need. It's like, an right? all, it's like an all caps without an all caps, really. Right, but it kind of plays like teenage girl. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk writes back, you should be ashamed of yourself for framing other people, period. You're a horrible human being. <laughs> Marty Tripp writes back, see, now, now I'm hooked into this. This is like the real housewives of automotive design. I never framed, in quotes, anyone else or even insinuated anything else being involved in my production of documents of your millions of dollars of waste, all caps, safety concerns, lying to investors slash the world, all caps. Putting I, cars yeah. on the road with safety issues is being a horrible human being. Yeah. Noticeably, one exclamation point, not mm -hmm. four. Okay. Maybe the director's okay. car, maybe not. Okay. Uh, finally, it says, uh, you know, and he he's a typo here, but he says, there are literally injuries with Model 3, Elon Musk writes. What he meant to say, there are no injuries, but he's obviously <laughs> Very frantically angry. It is by far the safest car in the world for any mid-sized vehicle in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. of course, a company with billions of dollars in product is going to have millions of dollars in scrapped. In scrap, that is not news. However, betraying your word of honor, breaking the deal you had with Tesla, gave you a job, and framing your colleagues are wrong, and some come with legal penalty penalties. So it goes. Be well. 
I'm guessing he doesn't really mean that be well. That's, All, that's here's the thing. All Elon ever had to do was not respond to the first email. <laughs> that was, that, you know what I mean? You're literally looking at a – this is an email chain between a disgruntled worker and a CEO of a company. I it know. might as well be a Reddit thread. Yeah. If Elon just didn't take the fucking bait. Right. In an email, for sure, for sure. And in writing, yeah. In writing, what what is this? But what's happening? But my my question back to circling here's back here is what is happening here? What's going on? They have, I don't remember this in very the, when I was reading about at, Henry Ford. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're under very intense scrutiny. First off, right. They're under very intense pressure because they have more orders for a car that, to fill than any. You know. Well, that's good. They're also. It's been demonstrated they're not particularly good at mass production yet. Yet. Right. Yet. They, not to say they can't be or they right. won't be or they don't want to be, but yet their build quality is pretty yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Eh. You know what I mean? Not horrible, but eh. And mm-hmm. so sometimes that means a piece of trim might come off. Sometimes that means a, a shield on a thing might not be there. Sometimes that means wiring might be exposed. Like, sometimes, who knows? Like, what's happening? Who's I'm that just... fella you recommend following on Twitter? Oh my God, Bozy? Yeah, I who's that some, guy? I just started uns- following him, and he's, he is a great feed. He's on the Twitter. most interesting person <laughs> and on he, the fucking planet. He showed a picture of Tesla uh, door, uh, door window switches that were all different. <laughs> they look like a Dodge Journey <laughs> rental car t- circa 20. Look like Hillbilly Front it's Teeth. Brutal, yes. yeah. Sorry, Hillbilly. It's. It's at Hoonable, H O O N A B L E. And what and he, is he just on Tesla's back all no, the no, time? No, no, no. He's not a Tesla. He he he. This guy is like I know him um, for <clears throat> quite some time. He uh, works on the race car that I drive, uh-huh. and he can like he can fix shit and figure shit out really really fast. He's Serbian crazy guy. Him and his brother Boyan, the Boost brothers from North Carolina. These are crazy Serbian dudes, and they're great. <laughs> and Bozy is like such a nerd that he digs through like. Patent filings and recall notices mm-hmm. and shipping containers. Here's one you'd like. Re- did you see recently? He was digging through the customs forms. Yeah. Like public, not not sprit, not stealing, but like to see what was coming off of container ships into right. Long Beach. <laughs> How he started down this road, I have no idea. But he's digging through the forms and he found the sheet it. that had seven Porsche 964s destination singer vehicle design from japan oh wow so he's like oh singer's stock you know he just finds his stuff he's oh like, that's cool and he'll find when you know a hundred by the way i think that those are exactly the 964s that start carving up singer yeah. I, I think you're exactly right because the japanese market really works those things over <laughs> <laughs> they paint them seven times yeah, they yeah. redo the weird things in chrome there are all sorts of weird electronics inside you can you can carve those up and make those <laughs> nice i'm cool with that but uh no he just finds you know patent filings and and all just kinds of weird stuff and shares it and it's just it it's Typically, the most interesting thing I read on Twitter every day. Well, I, to Donald you Trump. know, just getting back to Elon Musk and Tesla, I, right. I, I support innovation. I support all of it, but this, this is starting to weird me out. As you probably know, I didn't. Uh, Erica, I finally got her out of a Prius, thank God. Yeah, and I got her into uh, a German uh, car, BMW 530 uh, i Performance. How does she in. like it? She loves it. I love it even more. Safe for the family, the kids, and yeah. you know a little bit. I, I have it today. She's uh, she's away, uh-huh. and I'm driving it today. Drove here in all electric power in a That's German great. car with yeah. beautiful uh, wireless CarPlay interface. I think the Porsche, I love it. It's the, great. The Porsche but, is going to be the one. 
That's going to be the one. Well, yeah, the Panamera is even better. This thing, no, does, the the, the, the <clears throat> Taycan or whatever it's called. Let's the just new call Mission it e. the Mission E Burrito. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I'm going to keep that old name. It's going to uh, be awesome. This gets. I, uh, this morning, I got in without putting the air conditioner on. It said I'll have 18 miles, and I drove here in all electric. Uh, the second I turned it on, when the sun came out, mm-hmm. it went down three yeah. miles. But you know, I, I would say give me twenty five, thirty more miles of this with a gas engine. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine because well, I, I can do volt, most of my right? driving on electric. Exactly. I had a Volt, which uh, was fifty miles of electric, and I in uh, the two years I had the Volt, mm-hmm. I filled up four tanks of gas. Right. In two years. That's and great. It's like you know, I, I drove like it was like three percent, four percent of the time on gas. It was great. And that, now imagine having big big German luxury cars. But but the point was I, we were gonna get the model three and I lost confidence in the company because of this static. I, I just started to get one. I just started getting nervous about it. And uh I feel like I made the right decision now. Now look, I I, I want them to succeed. I hope they do better. But you gotta stop Elon, you got to fanatical, stop. <laughs> fanatical corporate leaders like that are like I are. I just finished a book called the the yeah, but you can't group. throw out to the world sabotage. There's somebody sabotaged. Yeah. These are all poor word choices. Well, they're inflammatory intentionally, <laughs> intentionally. Yeah, but if it, Elon can control the narrative, which this is what Trump does. If he can control the narrative by starting the conversation right. at sabotage, this puts poor Marty Tripp on his heels from day one. Yeah, but, I, Even but if what's Marty the goal? Tripp Selling cars right. or flooring Marty Tripp? Bro, he doesn't want to sell cars. <laughs> he doesn't. He, no, well, he doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah, well, Selling cars is branding. Right. He want he his, it's it's the Silicon Valley mentality is shareholders and stock value. Right. That that and it. for them mapping technology and and the the autonomous leading that autonomous thing and for Elon I think getting off this planet. Right. <laughs> but well, but I hope after hearing this he doesn't mind hearing my pitch for Fling. <laughs> and if you don't like Fling I've got pl- plenty more. I mean how will the panel gaps be on your trebuchets? <laughs> well, you'll see. Well, we have uh, Bobby Moynihan here. Yeah, He's, he just waiting. walked in. He's sitting out there looking uh, at his Twitter account. I'm excited to talk to him. Let's bring him in. Bobby Moynihan, ladies and gentlemen. Have you met Bobby before? He, he no, can never. sit right there. Bobby and I first met shooting Hello, a commercial for I'm Mini. Matt. This is Hi, Matt Farah. Hey, Bobby. I'm a fan. Welcome. How are you? Matt. Matt. M-A-T-T. Matt. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good to see you. I'm excellent. You can wear headphones or you don't have to. It's up to you. Professional. Optional. Yeah. How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. I was well. just telling everybody how we met, which was uh, uh, shooting a mini commercial. Correct, as all, as as everyone meets <laughs> for. Uh, I think it was for Esquire Network and NBC. I, I don't recall, but here's what, what I. What was remember. the concept of the commercial? I was don't it, fucking was it... know. Oh, you were some. <laughs> you, were, you were a wild uh, Italian director, a Roberto I, Benigni type. Correct. Right. I, I was and... a weird Italian director. It was for. Mini Coopers for yeah. Mini Cooper for some branded content for the show for the network yeah. and then for, I think for an ad by an NBC. But what I learned very quickly is why they clearly got what they paid for. <laughs> they did not. They did not. <laughs> why Bobby is a funny person and I'm I'm really not. Bobby, do you remember the first scene we shot where you had an espresso? You had whatever we were saying to each other, some stupid lines. You finished by sipping an espresso. Yes, I do. And you remember what do. you did with it? No, you went. 
<laughs> and he just kept doing that for longer than, just they, hang, than just the take hang permitted. It. Yeah, yeah. And it cracked everybody yeah. up immediately. Because in a 30-second you... commercial, you want a bit that lasts 25 <laughs> seconds. With, no, with horrible writing. Real, real smart. We just showed up to set. We didn't really have access to any scripts or doing anything to it. So we're just kind of going along with the paid commercial. I feel and... like a lot of it was like, You're, you got this. Yeah, yeah just yeah. wing it. You make it funny. <laughs> just make it. That would you be were good for like, one of those, like an Instagram loop that goes on like forever just yeah. <laughs> for like 90 minutes I but you I know, remember I just, it being fun I remember it being surprised at how much they put into it yes. how, how good it looked yeah it was production fun. value I wise I also you remember mean? I think I needed to pay I, I needed to pay my rent <laughs> yeah. no. they well I don't know how you came into it but Esquire would always call me up and go, you're kind of no, no. doing this and no, you know funny. I said all right you know, well you like your budget you're uh, kind of paying me for amazing. it so we would hammer was, out some deal and... it was all the Esquire shows it was like or there was like a bunch of TV shows because it was like Jenny Poulos right oh that's but, right that's and I, right full commercial did with her never met her once but we're talking to each other in the car oh really never met her but I think she's <laughs> yeah. great I think she's that's wonderful. right so the NBC Universal ad department would make a buy with I Minnie and that. they would call they'd go okay we want to be on Spike show yeah, we want to yeah, be yeah. Something on this with Bravo NBC. show we want to be E yeah. SNL and they'd play across all the networks and buy the ads and, and then Andy we, wasn't available <laughs> we, were into, <laughs> we were hooked into doing this no yeah. I thought it was great I thought it was fun I loved it I loved the brand you were hilarious it came out pretty good I remember being like, well, that wasn't like embarrassing. Yeah, that's that good. If the nice. commercial comes out, yeah, you go, yeah. okay, that, yeah, we're, I'm we're okay. good. Yeah, yeah. Right. So then I called, uh, I called Wally. I called my brother, cute card guy for Star Ant Greatest Live. man in the world. I got him that job, by the way. I said, the cute hey, card guy? Cute card guy. Did you really now get he runs that the company. Job? I did. Yeah, I did. Years How? And years Is that ago. like a lifetime union gig? Like that guy's going to work until he's 75? You were a writer for a while. No, no, no. I was never a writer. I was a receptionist. Oh, amazing. I was the receptionist that wrote jokes for Dennis Miller and Weekend Update. And on then, eight? On the eighth floor? Yeah, yeah. At no eight, right way. there. It was right at the main desk in front of, uh, at the I time, it was Phil that. Hartman and Kevin uh, Nealon. Well, and... I read your book. I have a question. I read your book, the whole thing about the Elaine dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wrote a fucking Do book. I have a book? You wrote book a book? Am I, I wrong? Am I, am I crazy? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I'm, I've been asked to write a book, but I haven't done that Whose yet. Whose book is I it? I read something recent, or someone's book. I know. I think it's the Seinfeld book that this same. woman wrote about Seinfeld. About where the, that the story... Elaine dance is based on Lauren? Yeah. That's the only person I've told that story to. Yes. And they told everybody? Are you upset about that? And <laughs> now that? that I just brought it up, are you Is angry? that how is that <laughs> Lauren Michaels dances? Is that a secret right, that a we're now learning? Just, a lot has just come up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we must discuss. Oh, no. I feel terrible Right about that time, when I, I was very intimate. As you know, you've worked there for yeah, many yeah, yeah. years, or did work there for many years. How many years were you there? Nine. Nine years. So Lauren is a very intimidating presence, especially in that first year, mm -hmm. especially for a kid like me who's coming from Massachusetts with no showbiz experience anywhere. I've just watched this show. Mm -hmm. And Lauren Michaels was a very intimidating guy. And yeah. I, I couldn't he even look showbiz. at the, And I was very shy and very insecure. And I couldn't even look at the guy, really. And then one night, you know, I, you know, because I'm the receptionist, I also work the party. I work the front door with, the, with Susie Dresden. We control who goes in and out. <clears throat> and then we go in about two hours in. And on the dance floor is Sinead O'Connor. And I think Madonna was there one night. And Lauren Michaels. And it's Lauren... not the night Sinead O'Connor ripped up the picture of the Pope, it is it? Be. Oh, my, my God. God. It's no. like a legendary <clears throat> yeah, and, SNL and, and nerd And it's not night. even included know. in part of his story. Yeah. It's like, not... that's the... <laughs> you know well, what? The backdrop of this is the most legendary uh, political <laughs> protest ever because in the history of the show. it's really not the most legendary part of the evening. <laughs> at all. Because that episode then gets a little bigger and more. It could be. So this would be 85, 86, somewhere around there. 
And, you know, there's Lauren out in the dance floor. I'm dancing with Sinead O'Connor. He's dancing with Madonna, and he's doing this dance, this this little Shut kicks up. dance. And I know what you're talking about. I've seen you've it. Seen you've seen the dance, right? Yeah, it was a, yeah. Now, I was not. Did you, have, did you put it together that, that no. they were connected? Okay. I was not making fun of Lauren, but it, that moment really humanized him. To oh, me. yeah. You My know favorite what I mean? I just thing, saw him as another comedy nerd like any of us. I think I probably had a lot more time with Lauren than you did, I'm guessing. As a, as a yes, cast sir. member, we spent mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot more more time with him. And he, yeah, it, he's terrifying in the beginning, but I think that's part of it. But then, yeah, yeah. And then you, you realize he's just a big <clears> Canadian comedy nerd. And he's the great. It's still so very, very, so very think intimidating. Of it, to remember that he's Canadian. Does that help? Bring yeah, a little, a little bit. bit? <laughs> he reminds you a lot. And then you know, after that moment, I kind of could look him in the eye, even though I never really spoke to him. I wasn't all that spooked around him. Were and, you ever you know, confronted about once the Elaine dance episode aired? Were you? Well, ever, was I, anyone ever confronted? Well, first about of all, it? I went. It blew my mind. I pitched it in my first season, and Larry didn't get it. He goes, "I don't get what you're talking about." And I said, "It's a, it's a <laughs> office dynamic." I don't understand. I, I did. So I, I, I couldn't get on that first year. But when Larry left, that was the first thing I went in with. I go, "Trust me, this is a good one. <laughs> this really happened. It's weird." I've never seen it before, and Elaine's working in an office, and what if she loses the respect of the office yeah, yeah. because of her bad dancing? Well, what kind of dancing? And I go, this. <laughs> <laughs> These little kicks that Lorne Michaels used to do. And then when I, oh Jerry heard it was about Lorne, he was charmed by the story and thought it was fun, and we did the story, and, and you know, oh there it is. God, but yeah, they did, they did reach out. You know, you have to remember back then, Seinfeld, you know, we had helicopters flying over the sets trying to learn what stories we were doing. And the soup Nazi had exploded the year before. And oh Lauren God. didn't want the he didn't want the heat on him. And <laughs> he reached out to Robert Spiegel and said, can you please not say this was based on me? Because the previous year I had said, oh, yeah, that's based on the soup wow, seller I didn't know in that. New that's York. Amazing. And I totally got that. I was like, yeah, I don't want to bar- – I, I love this guy. I love yeah. this guy. I love what he did for my career. Lauren I'm missed so out grateful. on all those tours in Times yeah, Square. Yeah, I know he did. He could have been on the Seinfeld tour. He's had many characters based on him over the years. He's a legend. And Rambo. And I did not want to be the instrument of his anxiety. No one does. Because I – you know – I, I just he, heard that recently and it blew my mind. But he he gave me a shot, you know. You yeah. know who oh, was yeah. I? He's, I was a bartender in Boston, and, and he's I'm why here we're talking to him, each so. other. Right yeah, now. exactly. So there you go. That's so, a good backstory, anyway. though. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna tell that to people who care. It's been many <laughs> years now. Well, it's what a, Seinfeld? It's a, when did it start? Thir- such almost a, a thirty neat, years ago. Such a Dude, neat, awesome we fact. just had the anniversary of the end. <clears throat> Ten year anniversary of the end of Seinfeld. Yeah. And so, in 98. Well, I thought they were celebrating 30 years next year. Somebody told me because there's all these Wait, plans the in New York. But I heard 50. Uh, when this woman called, I said, all right, I'll, I'll tell the story. I mean, I think people, I've told enough people that it's, it's out there yet, and now you are repeating it I back apologize. to me. So, so, no, no. It's crazy. I, <laughs> it was in a book. It was then in the New York Post, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it was there. I it just saw fun. it recently, and it blew my mind. My wife is a diehard Seinfeld fan. And oh, wow. Just no, not isn't everybody. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Julia really took that dance to the next level. <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. She, you know, that's what was genius about that entire cast. You could give them that little germ of a, yeah, he kicked around and the rest of it. And she just, you know, goes, like this? And I went, wow. <laughs> All right. I don't know what's going to happen once we see, when you do this. That dance is the kind of thing that would get you ostracized from an office. It yeah. really, really <laughs> sold it when she did it. I mean, it's fucking, well, so you look at her and go, whoa, what is <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. Anyway, Bobby Moynihan. That's me. How are you? Good man, doing well. I want to hear. I want to talk about everything. I love. I love since we're talking about SNL. I'd love to talk about your experience on the show. How do you find your way to SNL? 
Wow. Um, I guess as a kid, as a kid, I just watched it. You know, I just I found it. You know, through just watching. TV where did you grow and, up? Uh, Westchester. In I grew up in Eastchester. New York? Yeah, yeah that's where oh, you're from. All right, right Rye, represent. Oh, I used to play hockey in Rye. <clears throat> Did you? Deal, yeah. Rye Country Day School. Oh, no way. You I had the there, best rink because uh, it was the coldest. I went there every morning before hey, school. Yeah, bro. Um, Are you guys rich kids? No. Isn't Westchester like... I was, like... yeah. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Rye was. Yeah, Rye. Rye was. was. Not East Chester. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't like know Rye, much Rye, like, good, good. Like, then, like, Nourishell, Tuckahoe, yeah. East Like, it kind of went. Okay. It wasn't, like, not nice. It was nice. It was fine. Now it's a lot nicer, but no. Is it close to New York? Just to try to get a bear. Is 20 minutes 20 away. minutes yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. So you're close to the city, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are um, you always, uh, you, you're doing comedy when you come out of high school? What did you, you think uh, you were going to do for a living? I did a lot of, like, I did a lot of everything. I wanted to draw comic books or, like, <laughs> I, I didn't know what I wanted. I just, I, I did a lot of theater in high school with friends and stuff, and then there was no way I was getting into college. I was not a good student, so I <laughs> realized, like, I started looking at, like, Stuff for maybe drawing. Wait, well, what made you a bad student? Were you screwing around? Or yeah, were you not no, studying? I just had no attention. Yeah, it was that. I was just trying to make people. It was that. It was I had no idea that I would should be doing this. I was you right. know, or should be yeah, just. Yeah. It was a lot of like he was talking all through class, but it was funny. So we're not. He's not in trouble, but right. Was like nobody was like. Hey, were you just bored in class? I definitely. I definitely took. Uh, went to the art room one day, took a bunch of paints, and this wasn't like this was like high school, middle school, like you know, like I was old enough to know better, but I also knew that like I would, I went up to the high, the art room, got a bunch of paints, went down to the main hallway right in front of the cafeteria, middle of the day, and just started painting a mural of the Simpsons, <laughs> like just painted the Simpsons sitting on the couch, painted the whole thing, took like and people walking by, talking, everyone's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm painting the Simpsons." <laughs> And remember getting called in and be, and being like, what, like what, like just confused, complete confusion, like what, what are you doing? And the end so result, so on school property, on and the their end wall. result was um, you, uh, Homer's How? holding a beer can. You have to change it to so, to, can't say beer. It has to say soda. That's it, really. And so it was, it, was, it, was, it was there for like ten years. You said to write so Duff Cola. Yeah, I think. Oh, I wrote Duff, and they made me change it to beer <laughs> no or kidding. soda. Sorry. So yeah. you're that good. I mean, no, I'm no. I wish I was better at drawing. You yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, used, if they I, left I it practiced up there. a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. It was good. Unbelievable. <laughs> it, was fine. it looked like The Simpsons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, no. I I I was pretty like artsy. Whatever. I I did theater in high school and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, went looked at University of Connecticut because they had a puppetry department. And I loved <laughs> like I loved Jim Henson. Like I, yeah. I really wanted that was like the Muppets. I, I don't know what I. I don't, what do your parents do? Marionettes too. What do you study? What do your parents do? Give me some context. Dad here. was uh, my dad owned a liquor store, <laughs> and my right. mom uh, worked in the town hall. She was the town assessor. Oh, cool! I love this. That's very. It They're like real very... community people, right? That's real, real in the. East yeah, they're the, they were the they were the best. They so this so it's not months ago. it's not <laughs> that sorry, scary no, then not... what you're pursuing then because to, they're not professionals in any way. See, my my mom was a nurse and my dad was like sold novelty calendars. So any of the, any of the, I'm in your <laughs> same zone. Just that's the same stuff. School's making no sense. I'm playing guitars outside and getting in trouble and inspired lunacy in the high school for laughs. Yeah, it was a lot of like playing with my right, you know, just playing. Playing by myself with the kids in my building. It's amazing. So, so you you get you decide to study puppetry. 
uh, I didn't. I didn't go to. I, I thought about it. I just want. I <laughs> so wanted. Did you I go was to like, that college. I went like this. I went um, <laughs> jobs in my life or in my mind. I went like, well, I would like to work at the Jim Henson Company and do what they do and That's seem cool. like they have fun. Right? Like, it didn't exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't a reality thing. Like it right. was more like I, a fantasy world <clears throat> I was in, where it was like or Saturday Night Live. They they look like they. That's what I would like to do. Right. I would love to make up stuff all the time. Yes. Yeah. So like that's weirdly. What I thought, at least going into college and and went to UConn or went to go look at UConn because it was the only school in America that had a puppetry department mm-hmm. and ended up uh, auditioning for the acting department like on a whim, kind of like I did one flew over the cuckoo's nest in high school. So I was like, I'll go do a scene from that. I remember it. And like got in and wow. and like kind of just went like, <clears throat> I guess I'll do this for a bit. <clears throat> and then was an acting major in college, did a bunch of... Like did like Shakespeare in Canada. Went and like did all this like different stuff and learned a lot about theater. And then thought I was gonna go back to New York and do theater. And then I came back to New York. I saw one show at Upright Citizens Brigade, and I was like, oh no 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 this. Yeah. And that was it. I uh, saw one show there that night. The next morning, I went back, signed up for classes, got a job bartending there, and and there it is. Stayed at UCB for UCB in New York or got, LA until I got SNL. Yeah, uh, New York. Uh, the the original theater on Twenty Second Street. What what was what the is last like Harold team like the last team of people mm-hmm. at that before they moved to Twenty Second. What what distinguishes UCB from the other ones, as far as like a, a improvisation, or is it all the same? Mm, I mean, I, 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 I ten years ago I could have answered this question immediately <laughs> for an hour. Um, right now I go like, oh, I think it was like um, Second City. I feel like Second City is very like. Old school sketch comedy, and they teach you that. And mm-hmm. It's all of like, and they have their way of doing it, and they still do a lot of their old sketches now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like a lot of like the, the, a review they did a while. I'm not positive, but I feel right. like they repeated or, or or did a lot of their shows a great deal, and like it was all about polished and great scene work and all that stuff. And then there was like I O and Annoyance and all these other places, but I feel like UCB was kind of like its own thing, which was just Amy, Matt, Bess, uh, Amy, <laughs> Amy, Matt, Ian, and Matt. Let's uh, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, right. um, Matt Walsh, uh, Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, uh, Horatio mm-hmm. Sands was involved yep. originally too, and a bunch a bunch of guys. It was. This other like Del Close thing, this Harold, like just like another kind of form mm-hmm. of of doing it. And and while I when I first got there, it was like you know Paul Shear, Rob Hubel, like you know like all these um, amazing greats that are working now, and um, Rob Cordry and everybody, and like that whole first class. And then my group was kind of like the second mm-hmm. class after that, like Chris Gethard and Katie Dippold and a, and a bunch of people, and um, Zach Woods, uh, Ben Schwartz, all those guys. Um, and then it was like 60 of us taking classes and just like, you know what I mean? Like it was like there was a lot, but it wasn't it wasn't what it is now. And like when I first started, there was no YouTube, you know, you know right, all that right. stuff. So it was just, just like doing, doing on stage. shows every night at 2 o'clock in the morning. Of those 60, were there just like 10 people who should not have been there? Were there <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Did you just look and no, go, No, oh, that's boy, the crazy go, thing. Go when I home. When I look back at like that. Like, I'm not one of the original members by far, right. but, like, I came in at the tail end of, like, what I feel like is the beginning of the, you know, the, the real, where we really started, where they moved to that theater and they started doing classes and made it a school and the touring company started and all and all that stuff. Where mm-hmm. It just went from, like, a place above a strip club to a nicer place <laughs> underneath a grocery store. Um, but 
it was it was it was something very different. But all of those people are working now. I mean, everybody. It's like Donald wow. Glover, Aubrey Plaza, Ellie Kemper. You know what I mean? Wow. They're all like these these like stars. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like everybody. <clears throat> and you're you know working with mean? Ellie like, Kemper right now, aren't you? Uh, yeah, on Kimmy Schmidt. We just <clears throat> finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was a blast. She's the greatest. And where where do we see Kimmy Schmidt? That's Hulu, right? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. What season are they on? Four. 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 Yeah. I how many how many shows season. do they do a season? Uh. 12 wow <clears throat> this was the first season they released six and now we just shot the others to six and they're releasing them i believe in january i'm not positive on that though. can i ask a light light industry question sure know? is it uh having done like traditional tv for a really long time had do you find the experience of making the show for netflix to be any different really than making something for traditional broadcast tv or does the from Going yes, to work but not for Kimmy Schmidt. It was like I went from SNL immediately to a sitcom on CBS called Me, Myself, and uh-huh. I that lasted – I think it was – we shot 13 episodes. But it I was think they aired minutes. six, <laughs> and that was my found out online. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, that was a, a big shock. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Like, you, you found went... out online the show was canceled? Yeah. Yeah, and that, super fun. You were the star of the show. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Did you create the show? You didn't create <laughs> no, the show. No, I had nothing to do with it other so, than being on it. So they, but they you cast think. it. <laughs> Ever since then, it's so Bobby Moynihan's is, show. I was what like, site? Uh, was it Deadline? I don't even remember. I don't, I don't even remember, to be honest. I, I was just sad because it was it, – what, what I was going to say was going from the coolest show in the world. Yes. Like going from like my absolute dream job – to sitting next to who I absolutely adore and out of all of, of everything, the thing that I got out of it the most is my right. relationship with Julia White. But sitting next with to Julia, Julia White, White and going yeah. like, well, I guess I'm just a weird single dad. <laughs> you know, every week I went like, oh, no, what have I done? But it, but the process of it, on the, it was amazing. I yeah. loved it. But uh, it, it, it went away in a real kind of shitty unknown way so uh-huh. that sucked about it but, but that's fine i mean when it goes away quickly that's good best. yeah you're gonna be back like, all right sweet gone Bye. you're a new dad yeah yeah let's Lots write a show you and i will write one right yeah. after this but it's gonna be to great go, we'll to take go it to netflix say kind of the same deal or not really or, or is it different uh no well net it's a lot of um people i've worked with before okay. because it's a lot of it's tina's production company tina fey you know makes a show it's a lot of snl people uh a lot of the directors that I worked with, I'd worked with before. So it was pretty much, All and right. I've known Ellie, you know, for 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, okay. so it was like, it's, that's an easy, fun job. That's like, oh, yay. Of course. Cool. Yes. I'll, I would love to do that. Thank you for, thank you for paying me to come have fun. For I'm, I'm still blown away that you're learning that your show is canceled. Oh, uh, yeah. It. That, that is the brutality. Matt, you want to know what television <laughs> entertainment is like? But that's what SNL that, does, that That's the too. reason why SNL is good, because you go through that every single day at SNL. What do you so mean? So then when you why? see your show gets canceled, you're like, oh, great. What, what do you mean you go through every day? Well, in the SNL, you're auditioning for a show you're already on every single week. Oh, and I did right. It for, I did it for nine and years. And, right. And by the end of it, you're dead inside as far as that goes. Like, it's like in the beginning, like, you know, it's like your sketch is cut and you're like... Thank you. Right. And then you right. run upstairs and you cry in your dressing room and yep. you don't want anyone to see because yep. you don't want to that to be seen. You don't want to be known as that. And it sucks. And every week or this line is cut or you or it made it in. Thank God it made it in. This is the best week of my life. I'm with this cool celebrity and it's going to be on mm-hmm. television everywhere. It's cut. We lost time. We, what? Someone's joke went 10 seconds too long. So mine's gone. Yep. And you just learn to – it's not as precious. So like – 
I went through that. that. Was a, I went through that. Yeah, it was that that happened when that got canceled. <clears throat> and I went like, oh, okay, like real jobs, not SNL. So <laughs> I used I'm to, not a, not on yeah. Dream Job anymore. Like right, now I'm working it. again. So now, I, I like, used to make do? extra money doing under fives and being in Wayne's Worlds and things on the show. You Even were when in I Wayne's went to World? yeah, yeah, Shut I, up. I've been in a bunch of sketches. Just like uh, only one back, of them like is I did. I did a sketch with David Spade, but for some reason they're not in the app. Only one or two of them are in the app, but. In the beginning, you know, in the beginning, okay, here's Massachusetts, Wally Ferriston's brother, uh, Spike, right? And I've never been on TV before. So what do I do? I call everybody. I call the oh, whole yeah. world. Hey, I'm going to be on this and show. Then it gets cut. And then it gets cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I never cried, but dealing my... with the after effects of my stupidity calling everybody oh, yeah. was yeah. really well, every, depressing. I feel like every actor has that. Right. I, have, I, I was on. Um... But, my, but I did not have a contract riding on being on the air. So <laughs> I got over it with, after a couple beers. One of my you... first jobs, I was on a show called 100 Center Street. It was the first, <laughs> the first scripted show. On like, God, like the Court TV. <laughs> it was like Court TV decided to do a scripted like a show, right, like right. essentially like Law and Order Junior. <laughs> it was called One Hundred Center Street. It was like the address of the courthouse. Yeah, the courthouse yeah. I was in one scene. I shot all day. I was with Alan Arkin, and I was Alan Arkin's like an old, cool. he started Arkin's, like Second City, mm-hmm. like improviser. Like he's got he. I love him. He's yeah. hilarious. And uh, they. Uh, they put me next to Alan Arkin in a bar scene. I'm just an extra. I have no, no lines with him, but I'm just standing there, and he just goes, hey, when the scene starts, I'm just going to like pretend I'm talking to you, and then I'll start talking to the other person. That was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I tell every human being I know. I had a party at my house. <clears throat> right. The show starts. You see one sweater, elbow. You, I'm cut off in my elbow completely. Oh, like All my elbows. So but everyone has that. Yeah. You know? I mean, everyone, everyone's done that. But But I learned very early on like telling friends like in my first year at SNL going like hey I think my thing's getting on like, yeah, don't, like yeah, not yeah. to do that because yeah. <laughs> well now do it'll you... get on and then five seconds before don't you find now you can share the YouTube yeah. clip later the worst thing in the world is bowing at the good nights in a costume of a sketch that didn't air <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that, that's always a that's, that's always great. a fun Jane, why is he dressed as a why diaper why is he dressed as a cowboy I, I get remember. the opposite now my mom scolds me she calls she goes why did you tell me you were going to be on CNN because nah. <laughs> I, I never know and, and why do you care at this point why do you care mm-hmm. anyway we, uh, we got to take a break we're having a lot of fun here with Bobby Moynihan and Matt Farrell we'll be right back Think of all the weird things found in cars. I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified french fries or melted crayons. I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Another thing that will make you wonder, but in a good way, are continental belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and VWs. Now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree it's their oe technology series belts that are fanatically engineered for a perfect fit form and function and continental has an oe technology series multi-v belt for 98 percent of the vehicles on the road in the u.s and in canada hey you get enough surprises on work you get hey you get enough surprises working on your cars and trucks a belt should not be one of them go with continental oe technology series multi-v belts the belt with the oe pedigree to get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. OETechnologySeries.com. All right, I just want to take a moment to tell you about a new show we have here on Podcast One, No Excuse with John Taffer. 
Shut it down and listen to John, the award-winning hospitality legend, as he brings his straight talk and unapologetic approach to daily topics and current events. You don't want to miss his latest interview with Adam Carolla, so download No Excuses every Tuesday on Podcast One, podcastone.com, and Apple Podcasts. Also remember to rate and review. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. I feel like we just got started. Welcome back to Spikes Car Radio here with Bobby Moynihan and Matt Farris, smoking tire, not sitting in, doing whatever he, he's, not he does. Not sitting in. I got to find um, another term, sitting in. We don't in. have that much time left here. You know, That's th- we've got to keep moving on here. Uh, but I got to talk about David S. Pumpkins, the oh, sketch that, that changed my life <laughs> for the better. It's one of those, and you, you co-wrote this? Yeah, yeah, Mikey Day and Streeter Seidel and I uh, sitting in a room at 5 o'clock in the morning. Can I, no let, me, let me tell you, I know much has been said about this, but let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm sitting on the couch uh, uh, watching the show on the East Coast feed. I still am grandfathered in on DirecTV. It's awesome. So 9 o'clock with my <laughs> wife. The sketch comes on. I am on the floor laughing and mostly enjoying that my wife is looking, going, I, I don't understand this. I, I don't get it. And that's the whole point. <laughs> and that's, that's the whole – and, and that – and so I happy. realized, I remembered, you know, that's where I started as a comedy writer. I loved that stuff. And, you know, when I saw it too, I went, oh, I wish – I had written that, uh, oh, you know, that the highest compliment happy. to another writer. Wow, wow, so, thank you. So just give us – where does it come from? Where does it start? Mikey, How did this happen? Mikey this- Day – I think me and Mikey Day started talking about just like – it was Halloween. We had Tom Hanks. And we were just talking about like if we get a Halloween sketch on, it'll it'll be on every year in those <laughs> Halloween specials. Like, you know, you, you want to – you, you, really, right. you just want to – you want to last on SNL. So you uh-huh. look for ways to try and do that. And a I, flag day sketch. We had spent, Perfect. I, there, will, there will be a flag day, Arbor Day schedule. They had a special for it. Twenty we more right years. Um, we just started talking about Halloween stuff, and we we there was that there's that video. God, there's this video. It's this little guy. He's dancing around to some song. A bunch of people sitting on a bed, and and he and they keep pressing the radio, and he keeps dancing. Whenever they press the radio, he stops. <laughs> And then they pre- play, and when the music starts, he da- we were just watching some weird YouTube right, video. Right, right. <clears throat> and the we were just laughing at that and kind of doing that for each other. And we're like, what if we just do that? Like, figure out something. And we were like, what if so we it were started like, with it was like dance. a haunted house? Like, we were like, what if we were just these skeletons, but instead of scaring people, we just popped out and did this weird dance? So that's it. So it starts with the dancers, not with the character for Hanks. I don't. I don't yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> we were talking. Well, it was like because that's that, the part I thought you added on. <laughs> I've told this story the... a million times, and like. I, it, it gets convoluted, but like somehow we got on the topic. It sounds of, like we should do a documentary. About <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. It's really different deep. perspectives. Of... Yeah, it's one of those sketches where you go like, I wish, I wish that there was a reason for this, but it was more just the amalgamation of a lot of dumb things, like talking about how there's no Santa Claus for Halloween. Right. So what if we made a Santa Claus for Halloween and Mikey just going, what if his name was just David Pumpkins? And then I was like, what if it was David S. Pumpkins? And and, and just adding nonsense. Right. And it was at one point it was a whole haunted house and we came like there was paintings of these people and they would move and mm-hmm. we would start dancing but then we we were just like it's too many sets and right and it was a hundred and you have tom horror, hanks right? so then we just yeah we were like what if it was just like in an elevator we just thought that would be stupid if it was a ride at an amusement park and the whole joke is like 
It's an elevator. You, it, what's so scary about this guy? That, but then he actually scares you at the end, and he's right. terrifying. But also the idea that we don't have enough scary things to fill a hundred floors. <laughs> and <laughs> and so, so he was, wait, he was it's 173 of, of them. A uh, 73 of the floors. Oh, were there's just so many David funny pumpkins. things. About there's that. just so it was it was. It was pretty much us going, well, this is nonsense, but how do we justify this nonsense and wholeheartedly go, like, we are 100% behind David Pumpkin, so you should be too. And, <laughs> and that's that, kind of what happened. Everyone's really just, like, just Tom com- Hanks hated it. Level. He hated it. He hated it. No, he, he just didn't get it at first. Like, he, and, like, he was very it. funnily, like, he's the best, and he's really yeah. good at that mm-hmm. show. He's done it m- more than some cast members. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's, he's amazing. And well, it's hard. He could I... see, he was like, I think in his mind, he was like, this is either the worst thing in the world, <laughs> or we accidentally do something great here. And in between dress and air, he was still iffy about it. So uh, that's, by the way, drawing parallel little kicks. That's what we were thinking when we were doing that dance. We yep. were like, this is either going to ruin Julia Louis-Dreyfus' career or it's going to be great. It's going to be something. What? So the eye poppy <laughs> when you're dancing, is that a reference to the video? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> it was literally a last-minute change that we were like, well, we can't. Because in the first one, it was baby sounds. And right. we were like, what's just the opposite of baby sounds? And I think we were in my bathroom Maybe we, I think we were in my bathroom like, smoking a cigarette or something, and, and someone I think I don't remember who did it. Someone just went, "Hi, Poppy." And that's all our voices. The, the <laughs> whole just, song is and us. You laughed. Yeah, it's me right. and Mikey. It's me going, and and so that's you talking into some sort of. Yeah, I went up to God. I'm blanking on his name because all I can think of is your brother's name, Wally. God, blanking on his name. The saxophone player from he's been on it for a hundred years. Oh. Not G.E. Smith. I'm blanking on his G. name. He's not there anymore, is he? God, Lenny Pickett. Jesus Lenny Pickett. Christ. All right. Um, Lenny Pickett just and Leon uh, um, Redbone. Yeah, Leon Redbone um, <laughs> just took all of our weird sounds and made that, no that song. No way. It's a ringtone on my phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that is the best. Do you and make money off that? No, that I mean, like maybe six cents. We did an animated <laughs> Halloween special that aired. Yeah, I would <laughs> and, like a movie. Um, yeah. I think that would be next. I, I, I like think a, so. Like a backstory type movie. Uh, the next. I wanted to make a Christmas movie really bad. I really wanted to make really? it. Really? Yeah, because the whole point is it makes no sense. <laughs> this, is funny. this is a funny movie. thing that I was trying to tell Eric about. I go, it's not, you know, it, I, I understand it doesn't make sense to you, but it's making you laugh. And that's what's funny about it. That's all you need to know. And, and he's describing the writing process also, of coming up with this. It made us laugh, so we did it. A lot of people, especially in half-hour comedy, don't know this rule. Lauren does that every once in a while. So many shitty sitcoms on the air because you go, okay, that. And I've heard this. If I executive say to me, "That's funny," but I don't understand why you would do that. And Lauren, because it's funny. Yeah, he does that every once in a while. Where where he knows he knows this show so well. He knows it so so well, and he knows what's going to hit and what has a chance. And and I think on that one, he was like, "They seem so excited about it." Maybe you know (laughs) what I mean. Like I think he just went like, "There's such a weird buzz around this. Let's just try it and see what happens." And you know, one of the times I I went back with Jerry and did you know write for the show or wrote for Jerry. I I was uh, taken by the that Lauren notes all the sketches, but not all the writers take those notes. Yeah. It's kind of it was optional, which I which I love. Yeah, he's like you know, he, go ahead. And if do you it if fight you your battle, or if you go, I've I've had things where I went up to him. Right, and he's just like, this is cut, and I've gone up to him, and I'm like, I think I should do that. And he was like, okay, right. Like, he wants you to do that. Were there like, sketches that you never get on that you really thought? Oh, of course, got on? yeah, hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 not that I thought should have gotten on, but I that I wish I had gotten on. Like what? 
I wrote. I started my last. I think it was my last episode. I wrote a RuPaul's Drag Race Junior. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And being really, really the same cattiness and meanness as the judges, <laughs> but to just little children. That's very funny. Um, and who are you going to play in that? Ross Matthews. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, I wrote a sketch called uh, about a guy named Burl um, <laughs> that I tried. I think we did it with Jane Lynch um, at Dress, but it never mm-hmm. made it on, and it never got back on. Um, it was a surprise party for this guy named Burl, who had he had just lost nineteen pounds, so he was fi- he finally got to his goal weight of six hundred pounds. <laughs> and I was just, this just they built this just mound, and it was like a chair. I was a six hundred pound man behind the mound. The only thing I said, and like they would be like, "Are you so happy, Burl? You did it!" And I would go, "Yeah." <laughs> This is and great. Was you know, I was it was doing... very weird and depressive, but <laughs> I loved it. I, I like eventually weird... they just bring in a forklift. All my characters were very odd and bizarre. I know we're just getting go- going, listeners, but but we have to end the show in a few minutes. I, I wanted to get to this list because I, I was given the research on you. It's celebrity impressions. It was a full, oh, no. full page. That's wrong. I won't make you do any of them, but it was just Bill Belichick, Ken Bone, Susan Boyle. Chris Christie, Mindy Cohn, David Crosby, Ted Cruz, John Daly, Danny DeVito. Do you really do all these guys? Guy Fieri, Jared Fogle, Abs- Rob Ford. Those two, great. Barney Frank, James Gandolfini, Jonah Hill, Mike Huckabee. I'm skipping down. The, George, George I think Lucas. I did like 65 impressions or some <clears throat> weird number on, on SNL. They're George, all 90% costume. I could have <laughs> Then the George Lucas. George Lucas my, is my favorite and the only one I thought, like, I go like that one. I thought, like, I did an okay job and just because I was, I, that I love. It was incredible. Snooky, I just got lucky and I'm loud and Italian. Snooki, Guy right, Fieri, right. same thing. But, like, any one of those other ones are literally, like, hey, Bobby's got to do an impression. And they were like, make him Susan Boyle. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's pretty much Rosie all O'Donnell, Rosanne, oh, definitely. Steven Seagal. I love her. She's the greatest. I'm mad I She's did that great. one. And Andrea did Bocelli. Not, did she not find it funny? No, she was super cool about no, it actually. Like but I, joke. but I love her so much that I, I, I was sad that I no. just wanted to get on the show that much that week that I was like, fine. And like, like <laughs> when, you have a man, when you have a man playing a woman. Right, that's Back, not. That's a good why you feel sign. bad about it. Yeah, right. it seems like yeah. a it felt too like easy, but... a, it felt like a. But you're you're a big like, Star yeah. Wars nerd, aren't you? Sure, and, if you and want to call it that. When we were together, I swear you told me you had seen early cuts of the new J.J. Abrams. I had. Movie. I got super lucky. Not early cut. I I got I I I got friendly with J.J. through oh SNL stuff, and uh, that's amazing. We were just. I went. To, I I was in Bad Robot for a meeting, a general meeting with another another person to talk about some other project, and J.J. just came up behind me. He was like, Moynihan, what are you doing here? And like, we just started talking and then he was like, you got a minute? And you have, you have a minute? I want to show and he, you we just started, we just, we just started walking in and I was just like, yeah, he was like, you got a second? Come on in here. And like, I had an inkling. I was like, he's not, there's no way this is about to happen. There's no way he's bringing me into an editing room to yeah, see a wow. scene from Star Wars. And now I can talk about it because the movie's out. But uh, he brought me in the room and showed me the scene where Han and Chewie come on the Falcon for the first time. Oh. And I bur- I burst into tears. I mean, yeah, like, it was chills, the cool... I, I saw right? it, like, I was like, what are you... What? what? Like, and from him, and, like, he's the coolest. He's so brilliant and so whatever, but I, there's a there's something in that man's body that, that goes, like, I wonder what is, like, the coolest thing in the world yeah. I could do for this person. And I know, <clears> like... <throat> 80 people he's done that for. Wow. Like that. that he's yet to do that some, for me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like I used to hang with his uh, dad in the he's neighborhood. The his dad coolest. used to live near me and he's also a writer and you see where he gets it from, but super, a super cool nice guy. Dude. Yeah. Super nice dude. Anyway, we're out of time. I want you to come back. Yeah, I want to talk man. to you about, uh, so much more, so much more. Um, 
What do you 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 wanted to talk about uh, Ducktales all the, the time? Hell yeah! <laughs> Fuck, you got Love a new season of that bro. show, guy Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, yeah, I'm on Kimmy Schmidt, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt this season. You can watch it. It's on Netflix uh, right now. The first six episodes. Uh, you can catch me on Ducktales. Yeah. On Disney Channel, I'm Kids also on it. Nature Cat and PBS Kids, and um, I haven't seen uh, Ducktales. We but Bear I loved Bears on the Cartoon Network. Is wow. Ducktales still like old Ducktales? It's a it's a reboot. It's new, brand new Ducktales, but right, it's, right. it's dope. But it's, it's traditional animation. Oh yeah, it's all like the original Carl Carl oh, Barks awesome. animation. It looks like the original like comic strip. It, it's That's they did awesome. an amazing. I gotta job check on that it. out. I, really I was a great. huge fan of Ducktales when yeah. I was a kid. Check and Maddie Summer, Farah, yeah. you're uh, doing uh, all sorts of watch podcasts, car podcasts, the Smoke and Tire podcast, watch and listen <clears throat> podcast, and if you happen to have a collector car in LA, hit me up at Matt at the Smoke Tire dot com because I'm building the. 150 car storage facility by the beach there you go and uh don't forget to buy tickets for my shows at the pebble beach concord i've got jerry seinfeld the first day friday 8 24 8 25 i forgive me i don't have my dates right and michael strahan the next night all the proceeds go to charity that's pebble beach concord forums.com catch up with me on instagram at spike first we'll see you next week on spike's car radio real quick before you go here are some useful car tips you might not be aware of a coffee filter with a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage and you can place your key fob to your chin to increase its range weird right well here's another tip you also might not know about true car also helps people get used cars not just new that's right true car isn't just for buying new cars with a certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience whether you buy new or used and with true car users can see what others paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying they're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with true car certified dealers when you're ready to buy a new or used car check out true car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience and as always some features not available in all states thanks for listening to spikes car radio download new episodes every wednesday on the podcast one app or subscribe now at apple podcasts or podcast one.com